Hey everyone, this is Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M, and one of the co-hosts of This Week in Marvel podcast. You're listening to the Cruise Control Podcast with Randy Cruz. This is the Cruise Control Podcast, Monday, September 12th. 2016 here in New York City. I am your host, Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. And of course, you can find the Cruise Control Podcast on both iTunes and SoundCloud.com. All you have to do is download, subscribe, give us a rating, do all that good stuff. Again, iTunes and soundcloud.com and check for the cruise control podcast so we are here reviewing wwe backlash and um i thought it was a pretty solid show even though it only had like six matches on the card and when you look at the card on paper prior to to last night you were kind of thinking like six matches that's it like how are they going to fill the time is, is is every match going to be longer than expected or are they going to add um some other matches to the card while nobody knew about it um you know of course the whole big thing was this is the first um pay-per-view in the whole new brand split new era thing so smackdown was first with backlash and then uh later on this month we'll have the uh, clash of champions Presented by Monday Night Raw and then No Mercy and Hell in a Cell and all that good stuff afterwards. So SmackDown went first, Backlash, six matches. We uh, had a bunch of title matches. The new women's champion, the new SmackDown women's championship match. Uh, the new SmackDown tag team championship match. The Intercontinental Championship match and the WWE World Championship match. So, um... On the kickoff, we get uh, Baron Corbin and uh, Apollo Crews, two guys who I felt should have been on the original card, not on the kickoff show. And I guess they just did not have anything for them on this card. But, you know, hopefully they get on the main card for No Mercy go- and, and, and going forward. But these are two young rising stars on the roster, and I think they should, you know, be in some sort of storyline or feud. Not, we're not saying with each other, but... Um, involving other people to showcase their talents on the main on the main card. So, again, this is the first pay per view in, in in the whole SmackDown new era roster split era. So hopefully they'll get it right next month. But overall, good match. Uh, Baron Corbin with the victory over Apollo Cruz. Nothing really. In you know, it, it was just a match. It was no backstory. It was no storyline. No rivalry. It was just. A match thrown on thrown on the kickoff show, which we've seen countless amount of times from them. So overall, good match. And then we get the the opening for SmackDown and Backlash. Oh, I, I said SmackDown. The opening for Backlash with uh, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan um, talking to the crowd about how this is the monumental moment and this is the first you know pay per view new era, and that you know. Just basically thanking the fans for their support and the ratings for SmackDown has been on the uprise. Which, for the for the most part, SmackDown ratings have been 
pretty good, pretty solid, pretty average. Um, and then they announced that the first match of the night will be the women's six-pack challenge to determine the first ever women's SmackDown champion. And we had Nikki Bella, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and Carmella in this match. Um, I thought it was a it was a very good match. I think it went on. I could be wrong for 20, 25 minutes. It's somewhere in that range. So it had a lot of time. And again, this this goes back to them only having um, six matches on the card, and I think everybody had just amount of good time to to showcase what they got. And the women's went on for, I mean, I'll double check, but I think they went on for twenty twenty five minutes, which uh, in 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 a very pretty solid match. Um, I I don't think we saw the first elimination did not even happen. I should say that it was an elimination match um, for the championship. And the first elimination did not even happen to maybe 10, 15 minutes in. So it wasn't like eliminations were happening quickly as possible. They they really um, drew out the match where nobody was supposed to be eliminated for at least 10 minutes. And I, and I felt that was great. Um, you know, seeing the, 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 the newer acts of Carmella and Alexa Bliss out there, um, they're good. I, I, I think they're, they're going to... Being on SmackDown for, for, for a lot of people is going to benefit them as opposed to being on Raw because you, you do get lost in the shuffle. Uh, you don't get the amount of time you you know you should get to showcase your, your talent. And I think SmackDown for Alexa Bliss, for Naomi, for the Carmellas, is going to benefit benefit them well. And, and, and also Becky Lynch, even though she came out victorious in the match. Um, good for her. I, I To me, my, my initial pick was... I thought they were going to have Becky kind of um, be on that chase for the championship. And then ultimately, down the road, she'll, she'll get the opportunity and, and win the, the title. But they went they went with her last night. I thought maybe a Carmella or a Nikki would have won the match of them. Since they have the rivalry going on already, they can prolong that to No Mercy and Survivor Series. But I think that rivalry, that rivalry will still go on. Even without the even without the belt, so Becky Lynch is now your new women's SmackDown champion, the first ever women's SmackDown champion. Uh, I think she'll do great things with the belt. How long will she have it? Um, she could have she could have it for a while because Nikki Nikki doesn't need, does not need the belt. She'll go with she'll go with the the rivalry with Carmella. Um, she'll fight all challengers like Alexa Bliss and Naomi and Natalia and, and I don't know who else they're going to plan on bringing up. And also, even Eva, Eva Marie is going to be coming back soon. So that's another contender for the title. And that can get a little interesting in, in, Interesting being because... Interesting. There you go. Interesting because the fact that Eva and Becky were supposed to have a match, I think, twice. And then twice, it never happened. So that's the one match that they're probably holding off uh, for the right time, for the right moment, and then eventually you 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 will see Eva Marie become the number one contender for 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 Becky's uh, Becky's title. So um, overall, great match, twenty twenty five minutes. I'm still trying to find out how long that match went. If you give me a second, as if they even um, they even showed at the the match the the time. Let me see. Okay, here we go. All right, it it went it went fifteen. I thought it was between ten and twenty. 
I, man, I said 2025. I thought it was more than that. 15 minutes it went on. So Becky Lynch won the match. She, she's your new Women's SmackDown champion. Good for her. Uh, looking forward to seeing her on Tuesday nights with the belt. I see what, what challengers they throw her way. Next up, the Usos and the Hype Brothers in the second chance tag team match to qualify for the tag team tournament final. American Alpha was supposed to be in the finals against Heath Slater and Rhino. Usos took him out, did the heel turn last week, and now we have them in a whole new getup, new new, new outfit, still the same music, they, they gotta change that soon, at, at least they're making progress with the whole, um, the, the, the outfit and just the kind of attitude, the way they walk to the rain, no more colorful stuff on their face, no skirts, no no nothing like that, but they gotta change the music up to really embrace that full uh, new attitude, new character, new heel turn. So the Usos go over, not not really gonna go much about that. I, I think everybody knew they were gonna be in the finals um over the hype bro. So later on in the night the Usos will take on Heath Slater and Rhino to be to determine the first ever SmackDown tag team champions. So the Usos go over the Hype Brothers in about 10 minutes. Nothing really to really uh, explain or jump out. It just it just had the Usos won. There you go. The Miz uh, defeated Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, that match went about 20 minutes. I thought I thought it was a pretty decent match. Uh, you know, I, I guess we're all in this thing where Dolph Ziggler is losing every match. He, him and him and Bray Wyatt should be just like a tag team. They just say, fuck it, man. You, you know, you, you're losing every match. I'm losing every match. What if we pair together? Maybe we could finally win a match. And like, it just, I think they're stuck in this uh, mediocre in the middle kind of uh, realm. You know, I, you know, you put them in a big spot. You put Dolph Ziggler in the championship match against Dean Ambrose. And that match was terrible. And, I mean, you give, him the, you give him the opportunity, but... You know, you, you just know Dolph Ziggler is not going to win that match. And then now, he goes for the Miz Intercontinental Championship. And, you know, on paper, you, you know, you could have said Dolph, Dolph can win this match. Dolph can beat the Miz. But I think the Miz, the Miz is on a, such a high, on a high roll right now. Character, attitude, on the microphone. Um, him, him possibly being the best thing on SmackDown from, from a heel standpoint. Um, outside of AJ Styles, this guy is, you know, he, I'm not saying he's, he's damn near must see, uh, on SmackDown. Cause you just want to see, you want to know what he's going to say, how, how he's going to react or what new movie he said, he, you know, he's going to be, uh, being. So I think his character right now is, 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 is definitely on a roll is on the way up. You don't want to derail that with a loss to Dolph Ziggler. And losing the Intercontinental Championship. I think the Intercontinental Belt helps out The Miz and his character. And to me, uh, you know, we had a show with, with Graham Matthews of Bleacher Report last week. And we, we, we kind of threw out there like, hey, you know, The Miz is, is um, I want to get this right. He's like probably 100 plus days as Intercontinental Champion. He won it April 4th. So we're... we're Five six months removed from that, so you got to figure he's about two hundred some days. Honky Tonk Man, 
is the point I'm, I'm trying to get to. Honky Tonk Man held the Intercontinental Championship for 454 days. And we know how we know we all know how that ended with the Warrior beating him at SummerSlam '88 in like 20 seconds. Um, the Miz, I think they might, the WWE might be on this path where they want the Miz to derail that long-standing Intercontinental Championship reign from the Honky Tonk Man. And again, that was 1988. We're 20, 28 years from that longest reigning Intercontinental Championship run. And I think they might do it. You've seen it happen where Nikki Bella beat AJ Lee's um, Divas Championship reign. That got nixed out. We saw the New Day beat uh, London and Kendrick's Tag Team Championship reign. And uh, I think something with Demolition... I. I don't know if it's total reigns or total number of days as one cha- as champion, but I know something with demolition is not there no more. So all these records are getting broken recently, and I think the Miz. I think if there's anybody, if there's anybody that's gonna beat the Honky Tonk Man's Intercontinental Championship reign is the Miz, and I think he can do it. I think he has the attitude. I think he has the right character character to do it. Because if you look back, Honky Tonk Man was not very well liked. You know, people people did not like him. You know, from a character standpoint, people hated Honky Tonk Man. Always cheated. Jimmy Hart, loudmouth, megaphone, using the, the guitar to hit people behind the referee's back. Did all the stuff you would want in a heel. And I think Miz, not saying he's Honky Tonk Man, but I, I think he has, the, he has the faith within the company to say, you know what, we're, we're going to try this out. Maybe does he get there and doesn't beat it and goes up against a, a, a fierce challenger that derails him for beating that that record does he just flat out goes over the record and nobody really they might they might make the you know, they might make a mention of it but not really to the extent that it should be does honky tonk man get involved somewhere down the road and prevent the miz for derailing uh, uh, the his intercontinental championship reign i don't know but i think don't don't overshadow that, and I'm telling you now in September that I think he has to go to June, July, August, somewhere, somewhere in the summertime to go over that 454 day mark. So I know there's a you know always talk about should records be broken? A records are made to be broken, but like 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 Ric Flair's 16 time world champion, are they gonna have John Cena become a 16 time world champion as well? Can, it, it, will he be a 17-time world champion? We don't know. Right now, he's still on 15. Maybe that's the one record that does not get broken. Um, so going back to the match, the Miz beat Dolph Ziggler 20 minutes. Uh, overall, pretty decent, pretty good match. Maurice got involved, did the the, the spray to uh, Dolph Ziggler's face, a la Rick Martel back in the days. Um, so yeah, and then, now it's like, what do you do? What do you do with Dolph Ziggler? Okay, he lost. He He's a four-time Intercontinental champ. Where else can he go in the car? If you can't beat the Miz, what do you got for him? If he's not going to be in the World Championship contention, what do you got for him? Is he going to be a tag team champion? Uh, I don't know. Or is he gonna, is he just going to be that good workhorse wrestler that's going to keep losing to to everybody on the roster? Does he get? Does he? Would he want to request a trade to 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 Raw down down the road? 
Maybe. I mean, anything that would be interesting for this guy because right now they have nothing for him. And again, he loses to the Miz. Miz is still the Intercontinental Champion. Um, we know where the Miz is going. Maybe potential Daniel Bryan storyline down the road. But right now, right now, Dolph Ziggler is just in stuck. It's just stuck in mediocrity. It's it's kind of a shame because the guy is talented, still young, and I know he can do a lot more than what they're given given to him. So again, Miz retains as the Intercontinental Champion, and now we have. Let me see. Oh, what was supposed to be Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt ultimately became, uh, I think Orton was not clear due, due to a concussion. So they had to do something on TV where they made it look like he wasn't, was not going to perform. They showed Bray Wyatt attacking Orton's ankle. So ultimately Randy Orton would not be, be able to perform at backlash. He does the, you know, 10 count forfeit and then all of a sudden, the the announcer says, "Well, he's, Bray Wyatt, you you'll be you'll be wrestling tonight in a no holds barred match against this guy." And everybody, you know, for reading online social media, kind of got the word that Kane might be the the, the replacement. And everybody was begging for Kane not to be the replacement, and ultimately, Kane became became the replacement. And it was like, uh, you know, I, I me. Trying to think outside the box or trying to think, I'm like, maybe Undertaker comes back. He's, he's, he's still a free agent. They might put him back with Bray Wyatt for the time being. Do they call up somebody from NXT? Is it somebody's debut or big time return? And we get Kane. So, I mean, it was a decent match. The outcome is what gets me. Um, Bray Wyatt, talented wrestler, young guy, same as Dolph Ziggler. Stuck in mediocrity. They have no idea what to do with him. The, the whole momentum get, just gets... Just just stops. Because you want to put Kane over in the match. I, I, I don't... And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. He, why why put Kane over in the match when you don't do anything with him on, on a pay-per-view or on SmackDown? He's doing these squash matches on SmackDown. He goes on a pay-per-view. He beats Bray Wyatt with outside help from Randy Orton because ultimately he's now capable of, of performing. He does the RKO, and Bray Wyatt loses. My thing is, what is what does Kane get out of that? Does Kane get put in a title contention? Did he get what do you what now? What Kane wins? All right, Bray Wyatt loses. Oh, okay. So now he'll do a promo on Tuesday. About something, and he's this, and he's the eater of worlds, and he, no one can beat him. But he just he, he lost to Kane, a guy. I say a, a character that debuted in 1997. He lost to. So my thing is, what's the future for Bray Wyatt? I'm not saying he's you know he's gonna leave, but what do you do with him? What do you well, you know? This guy has been torn down so many times that. He can't even get an Intercontinental Championship match. He can't even be in a tag team ta- a championship match. He can't even be in a World Championship, World Heavyweight Championship match. W- w- then what is he doing? What do you have for Bray Wyatt? What do you have for Dolph Ziggler? Put Bray Wyatt and Dolph Ziggler in a tag team. Make them tag team champions. Do something with them. Because SmackDown, the roster is getting, getting thinner. Del Rio is not there no more. 
John Cena may be off TV for a while. Um, Orton has got the concussion, so we we don't know when he'll when he'll be back. Um, so it it just why have Kane win? That that's the part I don't understand. Why have Kane win? So now you look at you you look down the road to No Mercy. You're trying to figure out what they're gonna do with with Orton, Kane, and Bray. Does Orton finally fight Bray at No Mercy and then gets the win? Then, because Orton cost him the victory last night at Backlash, that might happen. And again, Kane wins the match, but you might you might not see him till next month, or he might do a squash match tomorrow. That's what he gets. So maybe they're trying to build up for the actual match with Bray and Randy at No Mercy. Because maybe uh, I don't know, man. I, Sometimes you, you you try to you know dig dig yourself out dig yourself out of a hole and, and be hopeful, but ultimately, man, sometimes they just drop the ball on young talented guys. You know you you know you look right now. There's no right back, no Wade, no Wade Barrett, no Del Rio, maybe no Page, um, no Adam Rose, no Cody Rhodes. So they're losing a lot of young guys or you know mid Carters that. All those people could be on SmackDown right now. Every one of them could be on SmackDown right now. And SmackDown roster looks pretty thin. When you when you see the card last night in only six matches, and the Usos got to go on twice because of this angle with with the with the um, American Alpha. It's like, damn, that was it. And I mean, I, I I'm not even at the main event, but they they ended at 10:30 Eastern. They ended a whole half hour. Before, like, you know, traditionally, when you have a three-hour pay-per-view, 8 to, to 10.50, 10.45, maybe 10.55, that they, or they go the whole three hours, this backlash ended a half hour early because they had nothing left. They had nobody to wrestle, nobody else to wrestle to put on a card. So Kane beat Bray Wyatt in no host bar match. I, I don't think it did anything for either one of them. Um, tag team championship match. Heath Slater, Rhino, defeated the Usos. Uh, I, I thought it was a good match. And ultimately, we know that he, if Heath was to win, he'll get a contract. So now Heath Slater is now on SmackDown officially, if you want to say it, if you want to put it that way. Um, I think it was a, it, it's an odd pairing, but a good pairing at the same time. Um, now you have to look at the whole tag team division. You have Heath Slater and Rhino. You have the Usos. You have American Alpha. Which I think they'll be on, you know, on on the prowl for the Usos. That could be match number two to me at No Mercy, American Alpha Usos, and maybe Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton. You might do another AJ Dean Ambrose rematch at No Mercy. So some of the matches you see at Backlash are going to happen at No Mercy. Um, the Hype Bros also in that tag team division. You know, then you have the the, the vault villains and the uh, who else you got the the ascension, yeah. But I like Heath, I like Heath Slater. I think outside of AJ Styles, outside of AJ Styles and the Miz, Heath Slater is like top three character person on SmackDown. Funny, uh, very entertaining. Him and his what seven eight kids. The pool he wants to get, now he can get it because he won the, the tag team championship. How long they remain tag team champions is a question. But I really hope 
they just don't win it, and then the belts get taken off them like next month. I think they, sh- they should have a, a pretty decent run. The Usos don't need it. American Alpha may not need it until you know. Unless I, I thought if you had Alpha win the match, it was like oh, all right, they they, they just got there, they beat everybody, and they win the tag team championship. And some people may feel like, like man, maybe that was too quick. They gotta earn it a little bit longer, a little bit more. They gotta earn it. So I think American Alpha on the chase against Heath Slater, against Rhino. Does Heath and Rhino do a heel turn down the road? That could be interesting with with the American Alpha. So there's there's a lot of interesting ways they can go. But I like how I like Heath Slater and Rhino with the tag team championship. They should have a a, a lengthy run with it. Cause I don't think any any other tag team needs the belt right now. I think Heath Slater is one of the, of the three hottest things on SmackDown today, along with Miz and AJ Styles. So them going over, I'm happy. I I, I thought they were gonna have the Usos win and then or or American Alpha. Um, Jordan, J- Jason Jordan, come out and, and distract the Usos, get get some retaliation. That did not happen. So it remains to be seen how the Usos and American Alpha plays out on the upcoming SmackDowns leading up to No Mercy. And, of course, we have AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose for the WWE World Championship. I guess they took heavyweight out. Uh, World Championship, AJ and Dean Ambrose, uh, they went about 25 minutes. A uh, pretty pretty good match, and I'm not the biggest Dean Ambrose fan wrestling wise, but I think he he held up his own in that match with AJ. AJ really carried that match. AJ's you know I mean no pun intended he's phenomenal, one of the best in the world. Um, I've seen on social media already you know he's in that conversation as one of the the goats. So great match. Uh, I, 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 to me, I did not think I wanted AJ to win. I, I really thought Dean, I thought Dean, Dean was gonna win, and they would hold off to no, at least no mercy, or Survivor Series. I did not really think they would take the, the belt off of Dean so quick. I think he won it back in June at Money in the Bank, but AJ is now your new world. I'm gonna say it right. AJ Styles is, is your new WWE World Champion. Kevin Owens is your Universal Champion. Shinsuke Nakamura is your NXT Champion. Um, what a time, man! <laughs> like everybody says nowadays, what a time, man! I, and, I, and I'm happy for AJ. I, I, I've always been a fan of AJ since back in TNA days, and I did not see him in New Japan and and stuff like that. So, you know, he's won, I guess, every major belt. You know, every major heavyweight championship belt in, in every promotion he's been in and now the question is do they go at it again for no mercy and i guess maybe to finish people look people can look at that and say well you know he, he needed the the low blow to win the match the referee did not see it dean ambrose uh in, in, you know invokes his rematch clause and they go back at it at no mercy but i think once you put the belt on aj styles i don't think he's gonna relinquish that anytime soon and ultimately, if there's a guy that he's going to lose to, it's going to be John Cena. If there's a guy. Because he, he he's 2-0 against, against John Cena. 
Remember that. AJ is 2-0 against John Cena. John Cena's filming the, the show. He's doing the... He's not on the actual SmackDown shows, but he's, you know, doing the the, the, the dark matches. So, that storyline is still there. Cena wants to have revenge. He feels like, he, I can beat AJ Styles, and I can't go 0-3 against you. I got to prove myself, to, and I never give up. Do you want to see that? Maybe not. Do you want to see AJ lose the belt to John Cena? No. Does John Cena need the belt? No. Um... Can AJ Styles go 3-0 and against John Cena? I think so. I think that I absolutely super solidify AJ Styles as, like, the guy. Like, the next torch carrier of the company. And this guy, I would have flipped if he would have lost to Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. And I'm like, okay, AJ can't beat the Shield. So... Ultimately, down the road, when he fights Seth Rollins, I'm like, he'll probably lose to him too. He'll go, he'll go over against the Shield. But I felt like the skills, the character, the attitude. Uh, he's now the main guy on SmackDown until John Cena returns. Put the belt on him, and now it's going to be very interesting. Dean Ambrose, maybe Randy Orton, and and and, and AJ down the road. Um, John Cena down the road. Um, but I think they got they, they got to work on building up building up that that heavyweight um, title picture because like I said, there's no Del Rio. Cena's off TV. Orton's hurt. Bray Wyatt can't win a match. Um, Corbin too early. Miz is still intercontinental, intercontinental champion. Dolph Ziggler is still stuck in mediocrity. So I think they'll go with Ambrose and AJ for for a hot minute. I think at least until no until no mercy. And I'm, do they go to Survivor Series? I don't know. I, I don't think they go all the way to Survivor Series. And Survivor Series is in Canada. But I don't know if that makes a difference. But on the Raw side, Kevin Owens, Jericho, Sami Zayn. You might see some sort of match like that. Triple threat or just Kevin against Y2J. Should be interesting. But... I thought overall backlash with it was a pretty good pay per view for for only for only having six matches ending early. Um, AJ winning the belt uh, really surprised a lot of people. I mean, if you're an AJ fan, you wanted him to win. I, I wanted him to win, but I didn't think they were gonna put the belt on him that quick. But um, the AJ Styles era as champion has begun. We'll see what what they put in front of him. I think Dean Ambrose would be the first contender. Um, before I even start, I think some of the questions that people hit me up with on Twitter um, kind of mentioned that that question. I don't want to forget about that. One question from T. Hark. Why does it got to be Kane? I don't know. I guess Kane was the only person not on the card. So they say, hey, Kane, why don't you go fill in for, for, for Randy Orton? So he says, sure, no problem. Uh, I mean, K- listen, Kane is, Kane, Kane is a Hall of Famer. And he's been in this company as Kane for 19 years. Uh, for those who don't recall, Fake Diesel, Isaac Yankum. Yeah, that that's all the same guy. Um, you know, he's serviceable. It's, it's, it's not a guy that you want to see in, 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 in any title picture right now. 
Um, he's not a guy you want to see in like middle of the pay per view card. Um, but thing is, it, it has to make sense. I, I don't think what they did last night made sense unless you put uh, Kane in a freaking inferno match. Okay, I don't mind seeing that, but I doubt we. I doubt we'll have that. Kane and Bray Wyatt Inferno match. That would be interesting. But why Kane? I guess you know he he's a, a serviceable guy. Nobody else left to to take Orton's spot. And I don't think they were just gonna have. I don't think they were just not gonna have the match. Knowing that oh, there was only six matches, time they they needed time to fill, and Kane was the guy they they chose. Who do you believe to be uh, will be the new number one contender, and who should that? Number one contender B from Aurelio Gonzalez. I think Dean Ambrose for the time being, he'll he'll invoke the contract, the the rematch in his contract. They'll do it again in No Mercy. What remains after that, I have no idea. I don't think they'll go three pay-per-views in a row. I think No Mercy will be Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles. What they do after that should be interesting. I don't know if Cena will be back by then. We're talking early October, or no, our new contender pops up out of nowhere. But I think for the time being, it'll be Dean Ambrose. What else we got here? Um, did any of the rivalries have actual big fight feel besides the main event? Could you actually invest into others from Frankie Car Cardenas? I, I think you know when you put a a, a pay per view name like Backlash, you would. All, I mean, back in the days. You heard backlash, and it was it was the pay per view after WrestleMania, and it was like the fallout. It was like this guy caused me to match at WrestleMania. We have you know we fought in the locker room or something on Raw. Um, heated rivalries, um, and then ultimately that became the match. That became the storyline. At this year's backlash, I felt the storylines were not strong enough. Um. You know, you hear backlash, right? And then you have a Miz and 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 and, and Dolph Ziggler match, and the main storyline is because Dolph called Miz a coward, and I was like, "Oh wow, you called me a, co- a coward! Oh, we're gonna fight at backlash. That's the backlash. You called me a coward. There's no like, there there was no true heated." Storylines. There was there, there wasn't any true heated rivalries for 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 any match. For any match, AJ and, and Dean was oh um, you know we don't give out trophies for second place or for participation. And then AJ did his part with you know, I'm the face that runs the place. I'm, I'm I'm the new top guy. I'm the man. Um, I beat John Cena and trophies. That was the storyline going into the World Championship match at Backlash of, of all pay-per-views. Um, nothing much to the tag team tournament. Uh, that's that's basically a tournament. The woman six-pack, there, there was no really heat over there. Um, Usos and, and the Hype Brothers, no heat over there. Bray and, and Randy Orton, it was just a back and forth of, of promos. Predator, I'm God, and this and that. I'm the Viper and whatever. And, and th- so my point is that the storylines and 
the rivalry is where were nowhere to be found for a pay-per-view like Backlash. I know it's not back in the days, but when you hear the word Backlash, you're thinking like, man, these two guys hate each other. These two females hate each other. They're going at it. They they don't like each other. This this guy cost them. This guy cost this guy the the the, the championship or this or that. It was nothing to be found, and I think that's the one part we're missing of, of all this. Yeah, they do great work in the ring and wrestling wise, but where's the storyline? Where's the? How do you get me and the casual fan to believe in the product, to believe in this? These two guys or these two girls fighting. I mean, yeah, AJ and Dean Ambrose can fight, and have great matches, but what? What's? What's the storyline behind it? Trophies, and John Cena armbands. It's like. That's not that's not enough for me. I know it's 2016, but that's not. You can't you can't carry a pay per view on that kind of storyline. And I don't know, man. I I know they got away with it this time, but no. Again, coming up, no mercy. You hear no mercy. The SmackDowns leading up to that pay per view have to be showed showing the heat the heated rivalries, the, the the hatred for one another. That that's what has to be shown. For the fans, you'd be like, oh, you know what? I'm invested to, to, to the network. I want to buy the pay-per-view. I want to see what's going on. going on Because on TV, they look like they hate each other. And I can't wait for them to fight at no mercy. So Backlash, overall good pay-per-view. I feel like the storylines and, and the rivalries and the heated whatever was not there. The lead-up was, 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 you know, underwhelming, if, if you want to put it that way. But hopefully at, uh, at at No Mercy, they'll do a better job of doing that. In your opinion, did the dirty finish in which Styles won the match made him look weak? Or did it add to his heel persona at Abe 1201? I think it added to the heel persona. I think that right there gives Dean Ambrose the, the leeway to request a rematch. To say that AJ went, went down, uh, you know, kicked me down below. Referee did not see it. I want a rematch. That was the that was the play that they wanted to use and execute in order to have a rematch at No Mercy. Um, let me see what else you got. And I, I don't think I don't think it made him look weak. I, I guess you know right now AJ is is, is in hundred percent heel mode, and I think any 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 way any chance to go over in heel like fashion, they're gonna have AJ Styles do that. So. Like I said, overall good pay-per-view, six matches. Uh, hopefully they'll have more next time, uh, at least at least one more. And hopefully, hopefully the storylines and um, the background of why these people are fighting, why you know, what's the whole, why am I watching? Is what they should work on for No Mercy. They got time. They got think about three, four. Now I would say four. Maybe four SmackDowns, maybe five. I could be wrong. Four to five SmackDowns leading up to that, but I, I think they're they're on on the road to, uh, to the they're on the right direction, and it's going to be very interesting to see how they go with AJ being champion, Miz still being Intercontinental Champion, what they do with Dolph Ziggler and Bray Wyatt, and now that the the new tag champions, Heath Slater and Rhino, and the new women's champion. Becky Lynch. So I know we got Raw tonight. Clash of Champions is in two weeks. 
So we'll see how that pay-per-view plays out. Of course, we'll review that and we'll review, um, we'll preview Clash of Champions. We'll review that as well. Also, Raw and SmackDown with, with Graham Matthews of Bleacher Report. Um, go to iTunes, go to SoundCloud, download, sus- uh, subscribe to the podcast. We'd really appreciate it. Cruise Control, again, on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, give us a, a like, stars, rating. Uh, hit me up on Twitter with any feedback. Uh, constructive criticism is always the best. Um, Randy J. Cruz, R-A-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z on Twitter. And I'm out.